you guys should check out audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash four orbs. There are over 180,000 books to choose from. Four orbs isn't one of them yet, but maybe one day. Sign up today. Last time on the Four Orbs. Astra, in the dream, you're in first person. You see black sleeves and a pale gray hand. There's a thick layer of vines stretching all over the village of Arendor. There's a small circle in front of you with a blast mark. This is where the boy stood. Ugh, what happened? What madness is this? <coughs> he just exploded. Fellow Mary, find anything? Hey, all right, are the remains just completely gone? Like, was there? There are no remnants of the boy. Okay. Just a small charred area where he stood. Okay, so this is the source of the vines. Yes, this is the center of the vines growing outwards. Well, I can only assume it's somehow tied to the things that I'm here investigating, and I'm honestly wondering if this might be the boy that went missing. Uh, so the mayor is now standing next to you, Fellow Mary. Hello. Let me, let me vouch for these guys and say that they were with me last night when they got into town and they had nothing to do with this. This definitely has to correlate with the vined creatures that have been making kidnappings. Like, But I need you to investigate it further. Oh, I plan to. I will get to the bottom of this. The five of you have traveled for hours now, through the marsh of River's End. After the attack of the crocodile and inspecting its corpse to discover the same rune carved into the forehead of the crocodile as the boy from Arendor, you are on heavy guard on your path through the swamp. You find yourself a small dry area as dusk fades in and decide to rest. Finally a dry spot. My feet are getting pruny, I don't know about y'all. I'm not used to all this. Oh, it's wet. whatever. I've Gross. suffered worse. Yes, I agree. You guys are being babies. I've traveled over 90% of the globe this way. Oh, really? Of course. That's pretty impressive. Of course it is. Thank you. <laughs> You'll get used to it. What took you all over the world, Doris? Don't act so ignorant. My music. <laughs> My charm. I've played at every lord's castle... As far as several eyes can see. So basically, you guys don't really know each other yet. And not only that, but the listeners are still kind of confused on a lot of you. Um, let's go ahead and, well, Finch, you've actually described yourself in your introduction. But the other four of you have not described what you guys look like. So let's do that real quick. Start with uh, Keth. I think you've got it all figured out. All right, so uh, Keth is shirtless, as I've stated before, and he's covered in scars. He's an absolutely beautiful orc, just completely covered in scars and burn marks from that goddamn fire giant. I just want to note, by the way, there's a picture of Keth drawn. Yes, there's on a, a picture here that I'm holding up for everybody here. I'm a little, little bit taller than the normal half-orc and a little bit skinnier than the normal half-orc. Got a halberd on my back with a red ribbon tied to it. I also have a red ribbon tying my hair up in a top knot. What's with the red? I don't know. Alright. Is that, is that the <laughs> Atherin's colors? It looks good. Can we sure. ever decide? Sure, it is yeah, Atherin's okay. colors. Yeah, just Atherin's say colors it looks good red. on you. <laughs> um, leather, leather pants, leather boots, I guess. Fur, furry belt. Animal hide or something, I don't know. Two hatchets on the side. That's, that's about it. So you're not wearing armor? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, you a green orc, a gray orc. Green orc. Yeah. Green orc. Red is a green orc. So oh, yeah. So you're a Christmas orc. 
Yeah, uh, it's a Christmas sword. <laughs> Christmas cat. Christmas cat. <laughs> Just oh, in time for the wait. holiday yep. season. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Christmas episodes. <laughs> Just wait. Well. No, I don't need armor because I have an armor defense, which gives me uh, dexterity and constitution. Belt. Fur belt. Oh. But it's a Christmas fur. Hey! <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to cartoon a, a Christmas cap now. Yes! <laughs> uh, so that's Keth. Let's talk about Bellamere. So, yeah, like I said, bitchin' mustache, pencil thin. Sweet faux hawk. Just for the record, everyone remember Felomir is an elf. Yep. And also uh, 750. Years of age. <laughs> Years of age, yes. So 750 is really a young adult. Well, yeah, in I've been years, immortal right? most of my life. Yes. And elves don't grow facial hair. And elves don't no. typically grow facial hair. So you wait, know, was the facial hair there whenever you were living in... No, this is a side effect of from leaving... All right, I like that. I like that. <laughs> so basically, elves that aren't in Lethansis have facial hair. They do now. <laughs> Did you have it when we met? Yes. Okay. I am a wood elf, so I have relatively tan skin, black hair, green eyes. I'm wearing armor, but you can't really see it. Studded leather. Uh, it's covered by my robes slash random things hanging off me i don't have a backpack all of my stuff is just kind of like in satchels and yeah got like papers sticking out of my pocket do you carry a staff uh, yeah i have a staff i have a short bow and i have a little dagger probably tucked away somewhere okay. yeah i carry a staff in my hand and i got a little bow on my back and yeah that's pretty much cool Elamir. question that's... okay would i have a disadvantage if i didn't wear boots well well you have you're an orc so you have natural armor right so we're gonna say no Cool. I want to amend my character. <laughs> I do not. I do not want boots anymore. Barefoot, no shirt, just pants, no backpack, right? Uh, no, I got a backpack. Okay. And I also have a buckler. Okay. Oh, and I guess I want to. I want to wear sandals too. <laughs> like flip flops or yes, like oh, flip -flops. God, no, Jesus like... sandals. <laughs> yeah, like some Jesus sandals. Jesus straps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my little linen suit, my little Jesus walk sandals. <laughs> Maybe you'll be the first person to invent Velcro in Asus. I highly doubt it, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, let's go on to Astra now. I have blue-green eyes. Blue-green? Blue-green. Like, one's blue, one's green? Are there... Yeah, actually. Thanks for that. <laughs> Thanks. Sick. I need to write down that my Sick. left one is blue. And Specifically, the left one's blue. Okay. And the right one's green. Um, I have fair skin, but it is seemingly sunburnt. I have auburn hair, and I'm wearing a head wrap, kind of like a giant scarf um, that serves as a hood. And you're a sea urchin, so your clothes are rather. I'm a sea urchin. Oh, so... <laughs> We're covered in spikes. <laughs> a city urchin, so. I'm an urchin. So I'm assuming your clothes are rather torn and dirty. I mean, they're not the highest quality fibers, but. The thread count is <laughs> the triple digits, yeah, but yeah. we're not doing so bad. <laughs> um, probably like. A hundred thread count? I don't know. I don't know shit about shit. I'm gonna say that my scarf is like a tan, like a light tan beige, and I'm wearing a cloak? Robe? I don't know why you would need a cloak if you have a hood for... Like, most people use a cloak for the hood yeah. to cover themselves in I mean, the rain. like, something just to, like, wrap myself in. Okay. Pacho. Poncho. Yes, I have a poncho. Right. Yes. And tequila. <laughs> no. I like how you're basically describing someone who was in Kanye's fashion show. Like, it looks, sounds just like that shit. So you have a scarf hood. Yes, that's a poncho. tan or beige. Tan, beige. Beige tan. Um, and the poncho is The like... poncho is like a gray, dark gray. And then I have gaucho looking pants. So they're like baggy capris. Baggy capris, yes, that are also tan. And then disciples. <laughs> Disciple so, sandals. So you also have Jesus straps. Yes. Um, I have a staff 
as well as a backpack that is not the cutest backpack. Oh, and I'm about 5'5". Five five. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that leaves us with Doroth. So the first thing you would notice about me is that I'm super short. I'm like 3'6". Yeah. Because you're a gnome. Yes, because I am a gnome is what I am. The second thing you probably notice is that my backpack is like almost as big as I am. And it's just stuffed with all kinds of stuff like a lute, accordion, pan flute. And you can probably clearly see this stuff like sticking out of it. Of course. So, I mean, yeah. Where else are they going to fit? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So um, I got, I'm not going to get specific as far as color and shit, but I have hide armor. Probably going to wear some all white Air Force Ones. Something like that. <laughs> I mean, like some hide. Set that hide armor off. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's all about the shoes. But yeah, I got a maybe some like hide shoes because you know I'm not traveling around the world barefoot. Uh, I had my hair and skin as perfect, but I think I'm just gonna go with like like just brown scruffy hair. Wait, so you literally wrote perfect? Yeah, on look, your- I will, it says perfect <laughs> on it, and the the eyes say hazelicious. This that was the wrong sheet. Yeah, but yeah, my eyes are gonna stay hazelicious. And all right, so controversial decision. My skin is white, and this is the first white character I've ever played in d d <laughs> so just bear that in mind. Do you mind if we inquire as to why this will be the first character? I mean, like, why you would decide now to do the first be the white, white character? I don't know. And just, just a, I just spot. decided I just that on a whim. There is a pivotal point where you were like, the character's better this way. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's your flaw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's character was a white ass motherfucker. Trump syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Also in my backpack you see a Trump fucking <laughs> campaign <laughs> sticking out of it. Make cases great again. Yeah. Yes. All of this is true. That's canon. <laughs> Putting it in. But yeah, that, that's that's me. <laughs> Alright. Doris my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so we have described Finch in the previous episode on his character introduction. Tried to fill some time because he's playing by himself, unlike these other four. Mm-hmm. Go back and listen if you're curious. Once you start kind of settling in on this dry land, um, you start to like unravel your bedrolls, start to set up a campfire, and like just as you start to move towards getting ready for like actual sleep, you start to hear kind of a gurgling sound near you. It's it's. Not completely near you, like it's in the distance, probably 80 feet away. In the dense marsh, you definitely can't see where it's coming from because like it's very, very, very heavily planted on the like, the lower side of the swamp. Give me a perception check to determine if you can hear where it's coming from. Twenty-two. Twenty-five. Five. Five? Wait, how did you get five? Wait, uh, perception? Not perception, not passive perception. Oh. Perception. My mind's wrong, then. 18. So I rolled and then added this number. Was that right? That is right. All right. So Finch has a 20. 22. Felomir has a 22. I had a 15. Doroth has a 15. Keth has a 5. Astra has an 18. So everyone, but... uh. Kath and, oh, no, Kath and Doroth. You both can't really determine where the gurgling sound is coming from, but Astra, Felomir, and Finch, you do. It really doesn't matter what direction. We'll say it's coming from northwest. But as you hear it and you kind of, like, try to listen in a lot closer to the three of you, you hear... Uh, do you guys hear that? 
ask, ask my ranger self in this area that I'm decently well known with. Give me a knowledge nature check. Shit. Or a nature check, not a knowledge nature. Seven. You don't know what it is. It's is this Murloc, like dude. a scary <laughs> noise or is it just gurgling? It's just gurgling. Like I wouldn't be afraid of it, mm. would I? I just wanted to decipher if I thought it was. Well, I mean, based off our Recent <laughs> previous events all in I the died. Yeah. Um, I am concerned, personally. Okay. Does anyone want to approach it? Yes. I'm going to hang back. Guys, I'm going to go <laughs> check this out. Why? To see what it is. We can't... We, the only thing we've met out here was almost certain death. Well, do you really think you're going to get any sleep with that going on over there? Hold on. Can I, like, see, like, any bubbles maybe surfacing from... Mm -hmm. I start walking in that direction. Anyone else going with Felomir? Absolutely not. Can I judge distance on how far out I think he's going to have to go to get to it? Uh, yes. With, like, listening to it, it sounds like it's about 80 feet away. Okay. Um, I guess... I'm going to notch an arrow and walk like maybe 10 feet behind him. Okay. And a little to the side. Okay. So the two of you start to head in that direction. You get closer. You see this humanoid creature. Uh, it's wearing like damp leather garments. You can see kind of that it's damp because in the moonlight, it's like the armor's kind of glistening, almost like metal. But he's got a spear in his hand that's kind of just resting on the ground. And you hear him again. And so you get a little closer. Give me a stealth check if you're trying to be quiet. Okay, first of all, you said humanoid. Yes, it's a humanoid looking thing that's kind of bent down on the ground with a spear in his right hand. And he's like looking. You're coming up from behind him. Would I assume then that it is a human? Or can I tell clearly that it's not? It's definitely not a human. Do I know what it is? Give me a knowledge nature check. A nature check. Not a knowledge nature check. A nature check. 15. It looks like a big frog. God, this is so Dark Souls right now. Like a big frog. But it's wearing clothes, and you can obviously stand up on its back legs because it's kind of hunched on its like tippy toes, but down like in a squat. Okay. I guess I'll look back at... Inch. I need stealth checks. We're being stealthy? I mean, if you're going to be quiet. I'm behind well, him, so I was just taking, I was going to take a cue from him if he went stealthy or not. I mean, I'm just going to look back at him and use my awakened mind to convey to him. It looks like some sort of frog creature. Now, I mean, keep in mind, you recently came across a crocodile that was very hostile. Yes. So, I mean, this could be just some kind of swamp creature that... I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm going to assume that it's hostile Okay. at this point. Talk to me. It's like some big frog creature. I don't know. Uh, give me another nature check, uh, Finch, because that might give you something. I hate this table. I hate these dice. Five. You don't know what it is still. <laughs> well, I haven't seen it yet. No. But, I mean, like, if he said it was a frog creature, you may have. Well, either way, I give him the crazy eyes. And then I'll go kind of stealthy and start to kind of like creep up to him to get an actual look of them. Okay. Has he done that with you yet? The No, the, like, that was okay. the first time. Oh, shit. So I guess now I know that he can do that. And That's part be, of my crazy You eyes. should be kind of, yeah, okay, crazy eyes. Okay, never mind. Yeah, you should be weirded out by that. Um, it was nice to know. Anywho, do I need to like roll a stealth? Yeah, give me a stealth check. Nine. So as he starts to approach you, Felomir... You hear behind you the gurgling noise. Like you're looking at Finch as he's approaching, and behind you, you hear the gurgling noise kind of get pretty loud or like pretty loud again. It was just basically. Can and you we turn. Hear this can from we? Where yeah. We are? yeah. The three of you now hear the gurgling getting like scream gurgling. Okay. I want to just meet eyes. Yeah. I'm going to be like, hey, I guess. Do y'all want to go check this out? Only if I ride upon Kath's shoulders. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. But no promises. I might, I might, you know, if it's if I gotta hit something, you're gonna come with me. <laughs> it's a risk I'm willing to take. Lift him up, throw him on my shoulders. So 
as he does that really aggressive gurgle, you turn back, Finch, or Felomir, you turn back and look at him, and he's now standing upright, and he's holding his spear, pointing at the two of you, and Finch, as you get closer, you notice what it is, because you've seen it before. It's a bullywug. <laughs> bullywug's a frog person. That's it? That's really it all doesn't it mean that he's, like, just naturally it's, it's, a dick. He's... Well, um, it's just actually, the creature that he is, right? Actually, yes, bully wolves are typically very hostile towards people that are in their territory. Okay, I'm gonna fill him here. Come here. Wait, wait, wait. Can I? I can tell he's looking at me. Now. Yeah, he's definitely like staring at you, and he's very tense. Like he's on guard with you two in the area. Okay, I want to talk to him telepathically. <laughs> Say, I hate that you could do this all the time. I love it. <laughs> we, we mean you no harm. I say. As he's doing this, I want the entire time to be talking like, Velomir, we need to go. Velomir. <laughs> Does he speak Bullywog? He's, I'm assuming you're saying it in common. Well, I, I'm using my awakened mind, which I can, anyone that can understand any language can understand what I'm saying to them. Okay. I, now, if he responds, I have no idea what he's going to say. Okay, so you speak common, they understand you no matter what. Yes. Okay. Like, when I speak telepathically to someone, I speak in whatever language they can understand. Okay. He then says, Human, what, what do you want? For the record, I can't understand what he's saying to me. No, he good. just spoke in common. Uh, like, out loud. Out loud. He just has a fat tongue. <laughs> uh, oh, of course. Um, I guess, uh, hearing that, I'll... Wait, what did he say? Do <laughs> <laughs> it again, dude. <laughs> what do you want? I guess I'll talk to him now in common. Okay. Um, we're just we're we're passing through. There's there's been some missing people here lately. He uh, starts to shake, kind of like in fear, um, and then he takes a big leap about five feet back from where he is but 20 feet into the air and kind of lunges upside down on the side of a tree and holds his right hand with a spear and like like he's about to throw it at you and he says you you shouldn't be here why not this is our land this is the green skins land you can't be here we're just we're just passing through we're not we mean no harm we have a green skin with us actually you have a green skin? We have a green skin. So as you say that, actually, the three of you approach this area that they're, like, arguing. And you give me perception checks as you approach the three of you. So that's Astra, Keth, and Dorth. 13. Uh, 15. 20. Okay. So y'all see that Finch and Felomir are both, like, looking up towards a tree. And y'all look up and you see this giant frog with a spear in hand, like, Aiming it at Felomir. What's what's going on? What is that? It's okay. It's okay. This is our this is our green skin friend. His name is Keth. Oh yeah, I I am green skin. Hey, he's he's a human. A what? You're a human. You're not a green skin. I'm not a human. I'm an orc. That's a human to me. This is nothing like a human. I mean, I'm a human, and. I yeah, mean, you're, you, a, you're a human, and I'm he's a human. Stand next to Keth and be like, I mean... He's just a bigger human. But the green skin and, you know, I mean... I mean, there's gray skins of me, and then there's brown skins and yellow skins. So why did you say green skin? Because this is the green skin's land. Like Keth. But yeah, he's like not me. a green skin. He's not a bullywug. He's not a wuggable. <laughs> he's not what? Well, he didn't say it was bullywug land. He said it was green skin land. Green skin bullywug. <laughs> look, look! You need to turn around. You can't be here. Look, we're just we're we're just passing through. Wh- what's your name? Balulabub. 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 No, it's nice to meet you. I'm Felomir. Like I said, we're just uh, we're just passing through here. Have you? You're going. You're going to get in some trouble if you go through there. Look, have you have you noticed anything weird going on around here lately? Look, the bullywugs are at war right now. You can't be here. Look, we'll fight another bullywugs, and we'll need you coming in and messing us up. Because then we're going to have to make peace with each other and then fight you. Bullywugs fight humans. This we're is not, a non thing. We're not trying to fight any anybody. Damn it. Why do we have a house phone? I was about to say, <laughs> that is the first it's time i ever It's probably Ashley. 
I'm like, wait, is that a house phone? <laughs> <I'm very laughs> no calling on Tuesdays. <laughs> I was like, why do y'all have your ringtone sounding like an old school house phone? Is, is there no way for us to maybe get around so that we don't interfere? Or we're just trying to get to, you know, just kind of a little further northwest. North well, I don't know where you want to go, but I don't know where you're going to try and go, but you can't go through here. Can I ask you one question? And get an honest answer, Mr. Bullabaloob. It's Bullabub. <laughs> I'm sorry, Balulabub. Have you seen any, like, vined creatures around here that aren't woolly bugs like you're used to? They're, in fact, you're probably not used to them at all. They are, like, vined creatures that are coming from the you ground. You mean humans? No. No, no. These, these are, like, the plants that you see around you only coming to life. Well, because it's not a bully bug and it's not a bug... If a human. The racism. Well, have you seen any humans like I've been no, describing? Of course, I see them all the time. Where have they gone? And why? And what are they doing with the humans that look like me? They all look like you. I don't look like him. You look like him. I do not. You just have a different color skin. Look, what What if we gave you some gold? Will you let us through that? Ooh, gold. Yeah, I like gold. Everybody likes gold. I like gold. See, we can we both we both but, like gold. Look, we can be look, friends now. Look, look. If you want to be my friend and I want to be your friend, I don't want to see you go in the bullywood land right now. It's bad. It's real bad. You're gonna get eaten. By what? The bullywugs. The question: How big is a bullywug? Basically, it's a human with a frog head. Like oh, so, okay, so like it's big. Five, six foot. But it's about four, four and a half feet. Okay. They're gonna swallow you whole. That cat's swallowing me all I'm bigger than him. I'd like to see him try. You sound like you want to hear a song. He can play music. He can play just Cut the Giant Slayer. That's my favorite song. He starts to kind of actually, like, crawl down the tree a little bit closer. And he, like, turns his head to the side. Oh. An interested audience member. <clears throat> Do I need a perform check or anything? Am I just doing... Yeah, I'm trying to soothe him. No, you definitely need to do a perform check. If you're not doing a spell, it'll still be a perform check. Okay, do I roll it now or after? I uh, roll it now. All right. God, please work. Yes, seven. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, so you know what kind of check you have, so give me a performance that All right. of that caliber. <laughs> All right. Oh. What? Sorry, I have a question. What? Are you still on Kess' shoulders? Yes. Do you have the drum just like resting <laughs> on his head? Yes. Okay. I haven't pulled it out yet, but we can do that. So you're just resting the little drum yeah, on top I, of Yeah, Kess I'm head. sitting on his shoulders and I'm just going to pull the drum out and sit it on the top of his head. <laughs> I'm kind of afraid about what's about to happen, so I'm just going to kind of hide behind Kess. All right. Um. <clears throat> Trying to find the right area to drum on. Ah, there we go. <clears throat> oh, green skins rule the world. Green skins rule the world. Green skins rule the world, and that ain't no lie. Thank you. And you, Bob. You don't even know my name still? I was over there. <laughs> how did you how did you like the song well it was good until you didn't know my name <laughs> but the song was good well that was a good song you would probably get along with my friends you have friends oh, no yeah. no offense i have a lot of green skin friends are your friends the one that's gonna eat us no they couldn't swallow you now who's gonna eat us the bullywugs aren't you a bullywug yeah, but you're too big for me, too. I could eat that one, though. So I could eat the musician. I just sang you a song. Yeah, but I'm just saying I could. Where but there... you wouldn't. He starts to crawl down a little bit closer to the ground. <laughs> so are there bigger bully ones? Oh, yeah, there's lots of big ones. Like big as me? Yeah, we ride them. Like, like he's doing. Yeah, like, a, like you, know, you know how sometimes the baby frogs will get on, or the turtles will get on top of the crocodiles as they try to, like, Ride across the, the swamp. Yeah. 
is like a small frog on top of a big frog. I suddenly. Oh, have I'm sorry. A big bullywug carrying a little bullywug. I'm not a frog. <laughs> oh. Are you friends okay. with any of the the large riding bullywugs? Yeah. Do you think maybe? But they're in prison right now. See, uh, the gray skins are winning right now. He starts to crawl down a little bit further to the ground. <laughs> You see, the Grayskins are beating us really bad because the Chief Willakula took over the clan, and... <laughs> I, dude, did you come with these names all by yourself? It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Proud of you. Well, yeah, Chief Willakula took over the clan, and now, like, he's taken... He's imprisoned most of the Greenskins... And so I ran away, and I ran away with Palakul and Wuglite, and so, so yeah, Pal- Palakul's a musician, and so is Wuglite. Really? Yeah. Um, Maybe they've heard of me. Wuglite plays the banjo, and Pal- Palakul plays the, ba- uh, the, I don't know what it's called. What does it, it look like? It's, it's two pieces of an instrument, like there's like a small guitar, and we took some some hair off of the old lady down the way and we put that he tightens the hair and in between some branches and he uses that hair to like rub against the strings on the on the uh on the small guitar thing interesting never heard of it he crawls down a little bit closer to the ground and he kind of just stands up on the ground and like puts his spear like Standing straight up, where the spearhead's up top, he's just kind of standing upright. He's taller than you, Doroth. And he says, "So yeah, I mean, I guess you guys don't seem that bad." Exactly. Well, where where are Palakul and Muglug? Palakul and Luglight. Yes, them. Uh, they're back at the shack. You want to come to the shack with me? I don't know about this guy. Well, is the shack? That way, and I point in the direction. Well, it's up on dry land, so like you humans would really enjoy that area. Would it be a, a decent area for us to rest since we have not rested? Oh, you need to sleep? Yeah, you can sleep there. Well, Baloo the Bub, if you don't mind, um, I, I don't mean to offend you, but you were a little hostile when we first met. Will your friends or any of your other green skinned friends act that way as well? They don't want to fight either. So we shouldn't worry. I they're... just thought you were going to kill me, so I've defended myself. No way. We're good. We're the good guys. I didn't know they were good humans. We always fight the humans. Okay. Well, Akula says we have to fight them because they're our enemy. But now Akula is my enemy, so I guess. Maybe he was wrong. Whoa, imagine the amount of social change we can bring just by appearing being our cool, agreeable selves. Let's go. Well, I mean, uh, we used to be friends from what my dad told me. Balabob is my dad, and he's also in prison. But he told me about, like, you know, a few decades ago, the humans and the bullywugs were friends. And now we're not friends anymore. And it's because of, it's because of, uh, I don't know his name. But Palakul could tell you all about it. Palakul's a, a friend, or a, a, a worshipper, is that the word? He worships the man. Oh, okay, well. Friend was probably along the right words, but we'll see. Alright, so are we going to go through the sack? I would love to meet yeah, your I th- friends I think we your, go to the shack. your shack. Well, yes, um, yes. cat. Kath, follow that green skin. Well, what you gotta, you gotta promise me first. And he walks over to you, Felomir. And he says, look, we gotta make the promise oath that you won't hurt my friends. Okay. And he reaches down on the ground. And as you, like, see him reaching towards the ground, you just see, like, a ton of different insects all over the ground. Mm-hmm. And he picks up, uh, like, a roach-like bug and, like, pinches it in his fingers and holds it out to you. What do I? What do we do? What are we doing? We're exchanging the bugs. Oh, I'll bend down and pick up a bug. Hold all right, on. there's like. Oh, all right, can we make this under the terms that if your friends try to hurt us, that we have? Yeah, this is a promise, though. I promise that we won't hurt you, and you promise that you won't hurt me. Can't you guys just touch tongues or something? What? This this seems barbaric. Ooh. What? <laughs> no, it's it's fine. I pick I'll pick up a bug. 
The first one I see, quickly. A worm. Perfect. All right. Will this do? Oh, yeah. And he holds it out, and you hold out yours, and you hold out yours, the worm, and his, like, tongue just rips out of his mouth and grabs it from your hand, and it just comes back into his mouth, and he eats it, and he's just still holding out his little cockroach thing. And I just... <laughs> I, uh, um... I'll use... Well, go on, eat Hold it. on. I'm going to use Mage Hand to pick <laughs> up the cockroach and um, float it over <laughs> to Felomir's. Yes, airplane it. At the same time, I'm going to use Minor <laughs> Illusion <laughs> <laughs> to open up my mouth and give the illusion of a giant tongue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so good. He's going to be this so is, cool. This is better. I tried. Right. So at the same time that the... <laughs> the cockroach starts to float out of his hand you do a very big tongue coming out of your mouth fellow beer and it grabs hold of the cockroach as it floating in the air and then starts to act like it's pulling it and then my mage hand will like respond to his <laughs> illusionary tongue and i'll just i'm gonna need <laughs> yeah. like, coordination rolls yeah <laughs> some kind of coordination give me dexterity saves. or per- performance no, dex. Well, well, performance should be dexterity, I think. It's not. Oh, it's charisma. Yeah. 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 Let's do performance check. Let's give me a performance check. Mm. Eight. Perfect. Three. Perfect. <laughs> no five. <laughs> so. That sounded so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so the bug rips out of or pulls out of the out of Balula Bub's hand, and. The, your tongue whips out and grabs it, but you bring the tongue back too fast because she didn't realize you were going to make it go with that fast. <laughs> and so the cockroach just flies, trying to ke- like flies at you, trying to catch up to the tongue. And now I need a dexterity save from you, Felomir, to catch it in your mouth. <laughs> oh. oh, so you're legit eating this thing. I mean, I wasn't planning on it, but you are now. Right now. 18. <laughs> the cockroach lands directly on top of your tongue inside your mouth. I'm going to wince. <laughs> I'll, uh, uh, I'll try to choke it down, I guess. Give me a constitution save. Yes. <laughs> Nine. You easily chew onto the cockroach and swallow it. Well, now that we have the oath out of the way, mm-hmm. let me take you to the shack. And he hops 20 feet away from you onto another area of dry land going north. And he turns back to you and says, come on. I'm going to look around at everyone and be like, you yeah. all owe me. Be like, I'm, I'm glad that only off. one person had to take one for the team. I mean, I would have eaten it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, next time you can eat it. Would have been much easier to just touch tongues. <laughs> so... Start walking through the yeah, small toilet. Let's start following the little bone. You find it rather difficult to keep up with Bulullabub, and he has lost your vision several times to only be spotted again when he speaks up. But within 30 minutes of walking, you see a small swamp shack with a big porch and a campfire out front. You hear music as well. As you catch up to Balulabub, he turns towards the shack and starts walking. There are two other bullywugs sitting on the porch. Both are playing an instrument. One a banjo, the other a fiddle. When they notice you approaching, they both put down their instruments softly and then pick up spears, stand up, and take a guard position. No need. Wugabulth. They have taken the vow to help us. The two drop their guard and walk towards y'all after noticing Bulullabub is with you. Wait, did we say we would help them? Just play it. Say under my breath. Just, Just play it cool. I don't think that was part of the deal. So as they approach, uh, Bulullabub speaks up and says, All right, so this is Palakul. And you look at Palakul, he's like a, he's not really a frog person, he's a toad person. So he's much bigger and stouter, and he's got a bigger head, he's a little bit taller than the Bulalabub. But he's also wearing a, uh, like a amulet, and it has a symbol on it. 
Uh, if you want to give me an intelligence or religion roll to determine the symbol, let me know. I do. Uh, 14. All right. So, Felomir, you're the only one. Naturally. It's kind of an offshoot symbol of Heltrone. But it's not like a, a true guardian of life symbol. It's it's just it's a little off. But you can tell like the premise of it is definitely the guardian of life, Heltrone. So is it when you say it's off, does it look like handmade? Or? It's I mean, it's definitely handmade, but it do, it looks similar to the symbol of Heltrone, mm-hmm. but it's not close enough to really think it is Heltrone. Okay. And they all kind of start speaking to each other in their little gurgling speak, which is Bullywug. So if anyone knows Bullywug. Uh, so it's just basically... I'm going to use comprehend language. We need to know... Hold, no. You're not talking for that long. You <laughs> not know what you're saying. So we'll say you kind of react to this happening, like halfway through it. Uh, you don't. You don't listen to the first one that spoke was Bullabub. You don't hear what he says. Yeah. But the bigger toad-like one, you start hearing him halfway through, and he said, "And you hear Grayskins. Are they really going to help us defeat the Grayskins? Yeah. Are they? Are, can can they help us really? I mean, I really want to get my mom and dad out of there. And then Bullabub speaks up in a gurgling, which y'all can't hear, but. Dorothy, you do, and he says, well, they didn't say they really would, but they're going through that area, so if we maybe lean towards that, they'll maybe help us. And I just want to be, like, looking up, like, pretending like I can't understand what they're saying. Um, and they pretty much kind of, Bullilabub turns back to you guys after that part of the conversation. It says, so yeah, you guys can stay here for the night. You can go inside the shack. We don't sleep inside the shack. We need, we need to be outside. But, um, you're welcome to go inside and, and sleep. We're standing guard, so, I mean, we made the vow. I won't hurt you, and they won't hurt you because, like, you know how the four of you didn't make the vow? Well, they didn't make a vow, but they're with me, so they're not going to hurt you. And we won't hurt you. Right. We're friends. I like you. I like you too, Balooba. It's, it's, it's Balooba. Balooba. It's, it's Beelzebub. No, it's Balulabub. 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 Forget it. No, no, you don't just forget my name. It's it's Balulabub. Yes. Right. Correct. Thank you, Balulabub. No, you. (laughs) He kind of just gives up. (laughs) Just kind of looks down towards the ground. (laughs) I walked in the shack. Now I want to jump off of Cat's shoulders real quick. Okay. Before you do that. Jump or we'll, climb down? We'll, we'll get up, climb down. <laughs> Just making sure. We <laughs> do a backflip. It's a big jump. Oh, it I'm is. I'm gonna wow. kind of survey the area. Anybody else doing anything? I want to go to uh, who's the one that had the the, the fiddle? Wug uh, light. You don't know exactly, or well, we saw them playing. Yeah, when that's we right. Okay. Um, light, yes, was playing the fiddle. Okay. I want to talk to him. Okay. That was a curious instrument. He just kind of turns his head towards you. May I see it? He looks at Balilabub. Balilabub looks at him and starts going, And he hands his fiddle to you. Well, I I don't know what to do with this thing. Can you you show me? He looks back at Balilabub again. (laughs) Um... Bullabub then says to you, he doesn't know what you're saying. Right. Um, tell him I would like to see him play this instrument. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he takes the fiddle from you again and he starts to play really fast on it. Yeah. I'm gonna just sit there, like so mouth they sit agape. down on a hickory stump. Like, I've never heard anything like this before. <laughs> say, boy, let me tell you what. And then the new style of music, like the blue. He stops and looks at you. And he kind of like waves at you. <laughs> like jump up with joy, <laughs> and you know, we'll we'll play. And then y'all start to play together. Yeah. Uh, Palakul's not stepping into the area though. He's kind of like 
sitting on the porch kind of eyeing y'all watching come on dude he seems a little nervous astro you start to walk around the shack and the shack is kind of sitting up on this dry land that's elevating kind of like a small hill out of the swamp and you walk around the whole perimeter of the dry land and you can see that like the water gets pretty deep all around uh, the trees are reaching in rather low and you don't see any kind of like tall grass dipping, sticking out of the marsh at all. So you want to get out in the water or I, I don't know what your goal is in walking around. I just don't know if I can trust them. Okay. So I'm trying to see if there's anything else in the area. Like, okay. Um, in so the that distance, I feel safe to sleep here. In the distance, you don't see any like other shacks or campfires or anything. It's very dark all around. I will have probably... Did a waltz around the shack, maybe with Astro. I don't think there needs to be really dialogue through it, but I would have also liked to scope things out, and then I would have probably made my way onto the porch and or inside of the shack. Okay. Yeah, I'll just sit on the porch and watch them jam. Okay. What's inside the shack? So inside the shack, um, it was definitely furnished for, like, a human. So there's, like, an iron stove, um a full size style like full size bit like bed it's all one big room their fireplace uh you can assume the like iron stove like what are those things called like a furnace like a fr- it's kind of like a it's one of those like old log cabin style oven oh, furnaces yeah, yeah. You're talking about. so they probably use that as warmth i'm gonna jump in the bed <laughs> <laughs> Oh, finally a bed! <laughs> All right, so everyone pretty much hears Kath scream that from inside the shack. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I'm going to go in there and lay out my bedroll and get ready for bed. But okay. Still, like, waiting for to see if everybody else comes in to see if one of us wants to keep watch. Like the Just in case. Time. Oh, it's, like, in the middle of the night. Oh, so it is dark. Yeah, it's very dark. Um, Dorth and Woglight are still going at it in the front near the porch. And by the way, I'm trying my hardest to not start singing insulting lyrics because he is super ugly to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to keep it together. Are you singing yeah. as well? No, we're okay. doing some post-rock right okay. now. We're not- <laughs> Dude, you can't understand what you're saying anyway. He would. Be- no, that's just Vision Mockery. Yeah, he wouldn't understand me. Um, but you're sitting on the porch, Felomir, so you're sitting near, uh, Palacool as well. Yeah, I'll sit, like, right next to him. You can see that he's definitely nervous with you near him. I'm, I'm feel fine, so. I'll actually speak to him with awakened mind and be like, We're not here to hurt you, we're just kind of passing through. His eyes get real wide as you, like, speak to him telepathically he says he actually speaks in common to you how do you do that you can't do magic yes i can well i can't do magic so you can't do magic sorry i didn't even know if you'd spoke common i'll say that out loud well yeah i mean why the stupid one he doesn't know how to speak it uh, well, most most bully can speak it <laughs> well now now i know but yeah we're not gonna we're just passing through well, I mean, if Balulabub trusts you, I'm trying to, but... I mean, I ate a bug. He said you took the vow. I did. So just just relax. Enjoy the music. He doesn't really pick up his instrument. He just kind of still sits there. He turns away from you trying to, like, obviously not show any kind of fear, but you can definitely sense fear on him still. Um, but now that you're sitting next to him, you you are seeing that symbol a little closer. And it definitely, like, as you are staring at it does appear to be very very similar to a symbol of Heltron. okay yeah i'm gonna ask him about that what's uh what's your amulet there for it looks a lot like Heltron. he grabs it and kind of looks like pulls it out in front of his face and looks at it and says oh this isn't he- Heltron. yes i i don't know who Heltron is uh well what's that mean this is salamandal i'm not familiar salamandal you, you don't know who Salamandal is? I don't. Please enlighten me. Well, he he's kind of our guardian of of the of River's End. Oh. 
but he's gone now. And ever since he left, we don't have our magic anymore. Gone? So it was an actual person or a... He was a human. A a human? Yeah. When did he leave? Many years ago. But see, what happened was he had sisters. And the sisters gave us... uh, Kind of channeled their power of Salamandal to us so we could continue casting magic. But And they used to be really nice. But now the sisters of Salamandal used to be are just mean, vicious. They've gotten old, too. And they live in this swamp? Yeah. Where at? Well, I, I don't really know. But, you see, one of them came to visit recently to the village, to the clan. And they they went and spoke to Wulakula. And whenever she left, Wulakula had his magic again. And he used that magic to kill to kill a lot of the greenskins and imprison them. But then we ran away. The three of us ran away. So this was like a week ago. Interesting. So you're the, all the other greenskins are imprisoned or dead or or dead. See, they probably are feeding them to the giant crocodile too. We have to sacrifice every once in a while to the giant crocodile, or the giant crocodile comes and kills us. Okay, this is a very interesting society you live in. I don't think it's very interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's what I know. Well, I'm aware, but I don't know it, so that's why I find it. Why don't you know it? Well, because I've never been here. I know your lifestyle. Do you? Yeah. You use stones to build these big structures, and you keep us in our in our swamp, and you won't let us leave and find the deer that we love to eat. I mean, I... Look, deer used to be the high-class thing for us, but now we don't get deer anymore because the deer don't come into the swamp anymore. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. And I... look, deer is really important to me. I can tell you feel very strongly about this. <laughs> but I, I don't care if you... I mean, most blue wolves don't really like deer that much, but I like the deer. Well, I mean, the deer is pretty tasty. I'm trying to go into the swamp, so... Why? Well, because there's been some people missing from some villages around here. Some strange things happening. I think there's strange things happening here, too. Sounds like it. So you're going to help us? Help you do what? Well, we we got to defeat the Grayskins. If we defeat the Grayskins, everything will get back to normal where we can fight you guys again. Okay, well, how many Grayskins are there? A lot. Well, there's not a whole lot of us. But you can do magic. I mean, well, cool is the only one that can do magic anymore. If you have magic, you can definitely beat the Bullywugs. I mean, I don't, I don't know about all that. Look, if I mean, I don't. If you can help us, I don't see why we can't try to help you. All right, where are you trying to go? Um, Just to the thinner of the swamp. Pretty much. There's been some, like I said, some people missing. We've encountered some strange, like runes carved into heads. Runes carved into heads. Yeah, like a couple earlier. Lulacola has that now. He does. Yeah. That is interesting. He has the rune carved right into his forehead. Right here. And he hits himself in the forehead real hard. Yes, that, <laughs> I think that's what we're looking for. Have you have you noticed any anything else strange happening around here? Well, green humans keep walking through a lot. Who? Green humans. Do they have runes carved into their head as well? No. No. Well, what are these green humans doing? Walking. Real slow. Well, we killed one once, but he didn't really put up a fight. He just kept walking. So we killed him, and then like another one passed through, and we're like, well, let's just see what he does. And he just kept walking. Do you know where he was walking to? South. From this location? Yeah. Well, somewhere around here. From the village. From the Wulakula village. Because he's our chief. We named the village after the chief. So, so like, if Balulabub's dad becomes the chief, then the village will become Balabub. You change the name of the village every time the chief changes? Yeah. Because he's in charge. He gets to name it, and usually they name it after themselves. I guess that's fair. Balabub of Balabub. Wulakula of Wulakula. I I get where you're going with this. Is there only one village? Or are there any any more? Well, there's a lot of bullywogs in the swamp. But they all kind of report to Wulakula right now. But, see, that's where Balulabub was going, is he was going to try to find the other Bullywogs to come get them to fight with us against the Grayskins. But then, again, so he found you guys, and he thought you guys could help us. So there's other 
Um, there are thousands of bullywugs. Other bullywugs, thousands, different thousands. colors. Yeah, there's the green ones and the brown ones and the gray ones and the yellow ones okay. and the blue ones. Um, well, you know, I guess it couldn't hurt to try to check this village out if you know you can help us get to where we're going. Sure. Where are you going? Um, do you the, you you keep staying to the center of the swamp, but where is the center of the swamp? Can you read a map? No. I don't know how to read. <laughs> oh. Well, but I can speak with you, right? That's important. Yeah, that's very important. Um, Will you make a vow with me that you won't hurt me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've already made a vow with your friend. Yeah, but now we're talking about a different thing after you, you know, slept here. See, now, if you, if you help me, then I have to help you. We got to make that vow. How about one of my associates makes the vow? And then that would count for me too, right? All right. Just like Are they family. going with you? Yeah, yeah, we're all going to the same place. I guess. But like you seem to be the leader. So I got to talk to you. I'm not the I'm not the leader. But you took the vow earlier, right? Yeah, now so so Bob's our leader. So you're their leader. Embrace it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to eat another bug. <laughs> um, uh, sure. All right. He reaches down like under the porch and like grabs something off like the deck underneath and pulls it out and it's like another cockroach. <laughs> Pick him out something nice and tasty. <laughs> See, that's the thing. If I look for something disgusting, he's probably going to love it even more. <laughs> I'll just pick up a bug, whatever first bug. All right. You see a cricket. You pick it up real quick before it hops away. He holds it out. He holds the cockroach out. <laughs> I'll hold it out. Yeah, the intense parts of this episode are yeah, the bug eating. <laughs> Arwen Felimir has to eat bugs. <laughs> he holds it out, and you hold yours out. I'm assuming. Yeah. His tongue whips out and grabs it and brings it back into his mouth. I'll just grab it with my hand, and as you reach out with your hand, he's like, "No, that's not how you do this. You have to use your tongue." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> God. Okay, I'll um, I'll use minor illusion again, but I want to try to like finagle it to like where it, the tongue's like my hands like reaching through the imaginary tongue and like putting it in my mouth that way. Seems plausible. Yeah, right. Well, I I'm think behind you. I think if you create illusion, you can't. If an object passes through it, it's obvious that it's an illusion. I mean, he's it's, he's a frog. Like I think he'll fall for it. All right, so give me a performance check and a dexterity check at the same time. So both of them. 11 performance, 12 dex. All right, I'll give it to you. <laughs> yes. Um, so you like use your hand to like, follow the tongue as it rips out of your mouth, and you grab hold of it, and you take it back to your mouth, I'm assuming? Yeah, and you know what? I'll just... I'll eat it. Fuck it. I'm not... You're used to it now. Yeah. You ate a cockroach earlier. <laughs> yeah, let's eat it. So you stick it in your mouth and you chew into it, not wanting to again, but you do it and you eat it whole. Whole or did he chew it? Well, you, he yeah, I'm sorry. You chew it. Ate the whole chewed Ate the up whole thing. chewed up cockroach. Yeah. He says, okay, well, okay. if you help us, we'll help you. Deal. So now I'm the leader, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> So I'm assuming Dorth and yeah. Meanwhile, me and Wugwife are just going in like we're just. Oh, sorry. So Dorth, he uh, kind of lets out one last note ring and like just All pulls right. the bow back and forth slowly, letting it like ring out for a while, and you kind of go at it on the drum, and then he ends it. And I'm assuming you cut off with him because you're. A musician, you know what you're doing. That was the second best performance of my life. That was incredible. He looks at you and like puts out his hands, like to shake. And his tongue, like as you start to reach out, his tongue whips out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just gonna stand there frozen. <laughs> and he just kind of keeps his hand out. <laughs> dude, you gotta lick his hand, dude. You're gonna reach out and try to shake his hand. <laughs> He shakes his head at you and pulls the pan back I'm gonna out. look at the little bob. You'll have to 
like it's a dark reading. You have to use your tongue to hit his hand. I what? You have to use your tongue to hit his hand. I'm just gonna put my drum down and just walk over and just uh, <laughs> <laughs> lick his hand. <laughs> so you go over and just kind of like lick the palm of his hand. Yeah, and he just gets like this huge frog grin on his face, and he's just like, like starts to like shake his head at you. This is incredible. Or right. nod his head at you. I'm sorry. So this is normal for you. Oh yeah, you just lick hands. Yeah, this is what we do. This is our greeting. That's good to know. Well, I'm gonna go over over there. Yeah, you go get some sleep. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna stand guard for the night. And he kind of starts to gurgle at uh, Wuglite, and Wuglite nods at him, and then like heads towards the porch, and then starts to crawl underneath the porch. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna walk up to uh to Felomir. All right. So Felomir and uh, Palakul have just pretty much ended their conversation as you approach. How tastes your mouth, Fellyfell? Have you digested the bug yet? I have. I was wondering if maybe it left a terrible, disgusting taste in your mouth. Disgusting? Y'all don't like bugs? Uh, d- we prefer other food, but I mean... But like deer. Like deer, yes. Deer. It is an acquired taste that I've not acquired, so... <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> so... <laughs> Are you gonna go inside to go to sleep, Dorothy? Uh, yeah, yeah, I should do that. So everyone's going to sleep. Yeah. In light of a day that many have been dreading see come here in the United States, after listening past where I was going to end this episode, I felt this next part was important to publish and let be heard. So here's some bonus footage of how the episode continued past everyone going to sleep. Take it as you will. And then Balilabub comes in, like sits next to you, and says, You can go to sleep too. Oh, I don't I don't sleep. You don't sleep? No, I'll probably just, you know, sit here for a couple hours. That doesn't make any sense. Can you teach me to do this? I don't want to sleep. Sleep's a waste of time. I agree. But no, I'm an elf, so I just, I don't require sleep. You're, You're a human. No, I'm an elf. I don't know what an elf is. That's a human. You look, you're a human. You look like a human. You got the mustache and everything. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how there's, there's, you know, the, you have the green skins and the gray skins and the, the brown skins and all that? Yeah. They're different kinds of bullywugs? Yeah. Well, there's different kinds of, of humans, too. See, there's orcs, like our green skin friend. Your green skin friend's an orc? He's an orc. I don't know what an orc is. Well, it's, it's kind of like a human, but not... Really? It's like a different, you know, it's different. So are you saying I'm a human, but not really? Well, you're a bullywug, right? Yeah. Well, I guess in the same sense, yeah. So, why do we hate you? I mean, do you hate me? I don't think I hate you, but I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. You'd have to ask yourself that question. Are you saying, like, like we're the same people? Like we're all we're we're all humans? This is beautiful. <laughs> I mean we're getting kinda of deep here, but yeah, we could we could say that. We're all humans deep down. Well, I mean if you're saying that an orc is an orc, not a human, and an elf is an elf, not a human, and a bully was a bully was not a human, but I think you're all humans. So that make me a human? Mm-hmm. 
you know, based off of that logic, then yes. You guys look up and it's sunrise. (laughs) (laughs) Doing this all night. (laughs) He's arguing semantics. Back and forth, back and forth. Huh. Makes you wonder, huh? I wonder why the first fight started then. Probably over something stupid. Probably. Like, like those big walls. Those are ugly. I agree. Trees are much beautiful. See where... <laughs> <laughs> you see where I'm from? We... we you know, so, can we you, like... Can you swim underwater? I mean, I can swim. Not underwater. For a long time. But see, I can. So, we're different. Yeah, and I don't have to sleep. And you don't have to sleep. And I have to sleep. So, yeah, you're a human and I'm a bullet log. <laughs> well... I guess I'll let you sit there for a couple hours. Okay. Like you want you want to continue talking because I mean I'm staying guard. I'm staying up. I mean, keep talking. <laughs> you gotta. Are <laughs> you like it or not? You gotta. <laughs> so so out of game. Do you have any kind of goals in talking to him? No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. All right, well, he kind of talks your ear off all night. <laughs> I'll, I'll humor him. Uh, this is Baluluba, right? <laughs> okay. All right, well, I'm going to go hop around. I'm going to see if there's anything approaching us. Okay, I will, I'll be sitting here. Um, if I find a snake, do you want to eat the snake in the morning? You know what? If you find a snake, just bring it back and we'll see. All right. We like snakes. You like snakes? Oh. Uh. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever eaten a snake. Cool. We'll try it out together. Okay. Well, I mean, I've had one before, but... You know what? Sounds like breakfast. Breakfast. Bye. Bye. And he hops away, like, pretty quickly, actually. Yeah. And that's where we're ending tonight. (laughs) Balula Bub is my favorite. Yeah, MVP is definitely Dave as Balula Bub.